0: A conversation with Frank Yanez, Deputy Commissioner, FDA's Office of Food Policy and Response.
1: First of all, it was a real honor and privilege to accept the invitation because of the important role we know that AFTO plays in advancing food safety. The reality is that it's impossible to advance food safety in this nation without the states, and so AFTO plays a critical role. Uh, My message today was really focused on a couple of things. Number one is I just wanted to reintroduce myself to the audience, although I know many of the AFTO members. I didn't know all of them, and I'm fairly new to the public sector. I spent the past 30 years in the private sector, and uh, I've just made the transition honored and delighted to be part of FDA. So I want to introduce myself. I wanted to talk a little bit about a reorganization that took place at the agency in March of this year. In prior years, some of my predecessors, whether it was Mike Taylor or Dr. Steve Ostroff would come as Deputy Commissioner of the Office of Food and Veterinary Medicine. I come today as the Deputy Commissioner for the Office of Food Policy and Response, and you know, I shared with them what the new Office of Food Policy and Response will focus on. Uh, a couple of quick things. Number one is we're going to continue working and leading food safety modernization efforts. Food Safety Modernization, to me, was a collective vision and mission, wasn't simply an act that we passed in 2011, so wanted to talk and give a brief update on some of the food safety modernization work. Number two, as the office name suggests, uh, response. Our office is very involved with leading and coordinated outbreak response on behalf of the agency, working very closely with our State partners and other federal partners. And then lastly, I want to talk a little bit about new and emerging technology, which our office will play a role in. And most importantly, and spent most of our time talking about this idea of a new era of smarter food safety.
0: What is smarter food safety?
1: I like to begin by stating that a new era of smarter food safety is not a tagline and it's not a slogan. I can assure you that. But it's really a new way of looking at things and it really caused us to pause and look at the future uh, with a couple ideas in mind number one is the food system is changing the reality is that the food system has always been changing from the beginning of time but what's happening now is accelerated change at a level we've never seen before you hear of interest in plant-based foods g editing of crops you hear new business models, the ever-changing last mile food being delivered by uh, share lift, drone, automated vehicles. You see food companies that don't even have brick and mortar. They're just digital entities and so the idea that the food system is going to change more in the next 10 years than it has in the past 20 and how do we modernize our regulatory frameworks whether it's the federal or state level to keep up with these changes. I'm balanced these changes are really good for consumers. They're getting a wide variety of different foods for a fraction of their hard-earned dollar but we have an obligation to ensure that they remain safe. The other thing is that if you look around us society is changing and that it's becoming more digitized. You can see how medicine has changed with the digital revolution. And in fact, just about every business sector has gained productivity, you know, operational efficiencies, greater accuracy and precision by utilizing some of these digital tools. And lastly, this notion that food safety modernization isn't something you just do once a decade, but it's something that you're committed to every day. And so with that, on April 30th, our Acting Commissioner Dr. Ned Sharpless and I put out a statement called A New Area of Smarter Food Safety. And in it, we actually mentioned four very specific things. Number one is that the agency will publish a blueprint outlining what is it that Smarter Food Safety entails and how is it that we're going to work with stakeholders to try to bring in or usher in this new area. Number two, we announced in that statement that we are launching a new pilot with uh, using artificial intelligence and machine learning. And I like to emphasize when I talk about new technologies, we're not chasing the new shiny coin. It really is about using the technology to solve some of our remaining public health challenges. And the pilot that we announced is going to be around food imports. We have a pretty sophisticated system that risk ranks every single line of food imports that makes its way into the United States. But the pilot will see if we use these new tools such as artificial intelligence, can we strengthen our predictive capabilities by making that risk ranking a little bit more dynamic, considering other streams of unstructured data that the agency may not have. Uh, Number three, we are going to work on trying to advance track and trace uh, in a variety of different ways, but clearly using new and emerging technologies such as distributed ledger technology or blockchain. And then number four, we are holding a public meeting on Smarter Food Safety in October of this year, and uh, we encourage the listeners to actually attend that public meeting when they see it come out in the notice.
0: How can AFDO members be involved?
1: The answer is we we just need to think creatively. Uh, It's impossible to advance food safety without change, and while we have made great progress in the battle against foodborne disease at both the federal and local level, there's still work to be done. If you look at uh, foodborne illnesses, they still occur, and you know our view is one foodborne illness is one too many that we need to be working on, and we need different approaches. And so it's the idea of there are new and emerging technologies out there that we should consider, not to chase the technology, well, what is the business problem you're trying to solve? Another example of smarter food safety that I mentioned today is track and trace. And today's paradigm the 20th century paradigm is that tracking and tracing of foods involves one step up, one step back, largely paper-based traceability. Smarter food safety uh, challenges that notion, which is there are these new and emerging technologies that connect the dots. And if you're capturing information on smart devices and electronic records, uh, can you trace back to source more quickly? And We're convinced that increasingly there's a strong public health case I believe there's even a business case for better traceability and so that's an example of what people can do is say, well maybe the current paradigms or current approaches are becoming outdated for the 21st century and let's see, you know. And so what I encourage anybody that has a smarter food safety idea, because we have to do this together, the reality is the agency can't do this on its own. It's gonna need the private sector, it's gonna need state and local, it's gonna need tech communities. We all have to do this, but if you have a challenge to consider the role that some of these new and emerging technologies might play to solve them. But Smarter Food Safety isn't just about technology. It's also about people. Creativity, challenging current uh, status quo assumptions, challenging assumptions in general. And so I like to say that Smarter Food Safety has to be people led. It's always gonna be about great public health advocates whether they're at the state, local, or federal level. It will continue for the agency to be FSMA-based, food safety modernization, but it'll increasingly be technology enabled. So smarter food safety has to be people-led, FSMA-based technology enabled.
0: Is FSMA implementation moving fast enough?
1: I'm really pleased and impressed with how things are moving along. There's still work to be done. There's no question about that. But if you think about all the rules, preventative controls, Uh, You know, produce safety this year, for example, we started for the first time produce safety inspections with the help of states on farms across this country. The idea that we're looking at, you know, good agricultural practices on farms, really impressive. Uh, Our import food safety strategy has been modernized using FSMA tools such as foreign supplier verification program. Uh, And so a lot of progress has been made, uh, but there's still work to be done. I would say that the progress is good and steady there's some work to be done but I do believe that in the long term when we look back at food safety modernization particular FSMA that it will have a life-saving legacy that we will say because of FSMA illnesses were prevented or averted hospitalizations were avoided and we prevented deaths
0: How do we know that FSMA is successful?
1: Over time we hope that through studies with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, we will see that the burden of foodborne disease is coming down. It's a hard uh, question to answer because as you know, detection keeps on getting better. Uh, but there are ways to, to extrapolate and come to conclusions on the overall burden of foodborne disease in society and I'm convinced uh, that it'll come down. And I'm convinced that there's a bit of a latency effect that uh, as these FISMO rules become more operationalized in operations and production facilities across the country and across the world, that it will start bearing fruit. And so we'll see that. But it is what you're speaking to, this notion that there's the anonymity of prevention. You know, last spring in the United States there were headlines of a pretty big romaine outbreak associated with product from Yuma, Arizona. This spring, there were no headlines. That's the anonymity of prevention, that's how we want it. We don't want the headlines, but there were no headlines about product being implicated, and I think it's largely because of the good work done in Yuma with farmers and local regulators as well as the agency trying to prevent these. So, you're absolutely correct, there is the salmonid beer prevention. But that's a good thing.
0: What are the hurdles to the plan?
1: When you think about a smarter approach to food safety, well, while it's not all technology based, for the technology aspects of that initiative, uh, there's a couple of things. One is we have to adopt technologies in a way where we've clearly identified and we're solving the, the, the public health challenge. In the private sector, they often say the business case. It's not technology for technology's sake, but what are you trying to solve, and have you picked the suitable technology that solves it? So that's number one, is we need to be clearly and uh, laser-focused in that we're solving public health issues, not chasing new technologies such as blockchain or artificial, artificial intelligence. Um, Number two is we have to make sure that these are cost-effective. Oftentimes people think high-tech, high-cost but I do believe that things are changing in society as such that these new digital tools are uh, very economical in some instances there even are no-cost solutions for adoption and you think about some of the social media platforms that you and I are on we don't pay a dime to get into because they figured out an economic model that doesn't cost a lot for the masses. And so I think, you know, the financial implications are going to be one. And then I think you're absolutely right. Another hurdle might be just mindset, which is a willingness to think about these problems a little differently, realizing while we're always going to focus on some of our traditional tools, the tools of training and inspections and testing, there might be, you know, new tools that we want to add to our toolbox.
0: How can working together accelerate success?
1: You know one of the things that's become clear to me after 30 years in the private sector and now six months in the public sector is that the private sector has done a lot to advance food safety i've seen it over the years they should they're ultimately responsible for food safety protecting the consumers or customers that are buying their products and shopping in their stores now that i've been on this side of the fence one of the things i've seen is that the public sector does a tremendous amount of good in advancing food safety i've seen over the past six months that the agency working with local and federal officials are preventing illnesses, preventing hospitalizations, and preventing deaths, no question. But what has become crystal clear to me over the past six months is that there's so much more we can do working together. And it's this idea that alone we can do so little, but together we can do so much. And so I'm encouraged by the signs of collaboration, you know, at the local level, at the federal level, you know, across public and private lines. We just need to continue on with that collaboration. Americans expect it of us, and so it's time to get on with that work. And it's a real honor and privilege to be part of AFTA in that mission. For more
0: information, visit www.afdo.org.